Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Red Under the Bed. Uh, it's been a while since the first. Hopefully you've all listened to it. I'll start with a quick apology if any of you have been trying to access my website recently. Uh, there's a bit of a problem with it at the moment. It seems that it's got too big for the space that's allowed us. So I'm currently seeking some more space and as soon as it's back up and running I'll let you know and there'll be even more space for more of that exciting stuff. What's been going on lately in my world? Nothing very exciting. Uh, the credit crunch, now officially a recession, no surprises there, is starting to affect me directly now. Um, obviously retail has been hit pretty pretty badly. Uh, in fact, on my way to work, which is only a few minutes, but uh, walking to work, I walked past uh, empty units in a shopping centre that was Wittards, Woolworths, Savvy. All three of those are gone and have gone since Christmas. Uh, pretty much just before Christmas, so it's not it's not great on the retail front at the moment. But personally speaking, I do still have a job which many people don't in many industries. So I'm not going to bleat about it too much. We have had Christmas, of course, since the last podcast. Um, Sandy and I spent Christmas up in Dingwall with her parents for a few days, which is nice. I did have the <laughs> dubious pleasure of watching the Christmas Top of the Pops and I have to say watching that I'm not really surprised that Top of the Pops have been taken off the air what a load of rubbish the music was bland quite a few dodgy rehashes of originals that were much much better to me music's supposed to be exciting and inspiring and make you think uh, rather than make you fall asleep it was really dire and I think it says something that probably the best the best uh, song, or certainly the most entertaining on the whole programme, was the parody of uh, programmes such as X Factor, Pop Idol, all that nonsense. Uh, so I think that says it all, really. I'm sitting at home today waiting for delivery of a new phone, and I've got to say, without mentioning the, without mentioning my network provider, uh, let's just say they're not the only fruit. They've been pretty poor. Um, Sandy and I have both gone for the same deal, different phone, but the same sort of upgrade. And we've both had completely different service. And I'm sat here waiting today because they could only deliver it to the address register my card, to my card, which inevitably is my home address. And they deliver between the hours of 9 to 5. Unfortunately, I had a day off work today, but it means that I've had to spend all day in the house waiting. Uh, it's now two o'clock and it's not arrived yet uh, so that's most of the day taken up I don't get many days to myself and this one's been pretty much taken over by that I really have an issue with customer service that just isn't up to scratch Sandy was able to get her phone delivered to work um, yet five days later I was told that mine had to be delivered to the address to which my card is registered so Somebody somewhere is making mistakes, and for a company of that size to do that, it appalls me. These people are badgering me to get a contract with them, and they wonder why I don't take them up on the offer when they're clearly not entirely familiar with the locations of their arse and their elbow. So, I won't be getting a contract anytime soon with any network, frankly. Now, here's the first of what will hopefully become a regular feature. Uh. 
Trump News. Yes, it's our old friend, Donald Trump. News this month is all bad, I'm afraid. Work has started on his golf course. Uh, <laughs> I will mention this in every podcast because the guy gets right under my skin. The Scottish National Party used to used to have sort of left-wing credibility. Uh, I'm afraid by jumping into bed in such a, a cynical way with Trump, they've lost all of that credibility. Trump's campaign and all the people behind him have played cynically, really cynically, on people's fears about the future by claiming that this is going to safeguard the economic future of the northeast of Scotland. This is going to safeguard the economic future of Donald Trump and his cronies. Might say safeguard the economic future of Alex Salmon and some of the Scottish government as well. Uh, but I can't see it helping me very much or most of the other people living in this part of the world. There we go. Hopefully next time we'll have something more positive to report on Trump and his wig. So that, for now, is the end of Trump News. So that's Trump News. Hopefully that will become a regular feature. Uh, What else has been going on in the news this week? The government announced a bailout of the motor industry. I'm not sure why the motor industry is any more deserving than any other industry that is struggling at the moment. A number of a number of uh, areas are having difficulties, obviously. Uh, but also, since the since the announcement this week, uh, it doesn't appear to have prevented various car manufacturers cutting hours, cutting jobs, closing factories, albeit temporarily at the moment. Uh, so, what what has been the benefit and advantage of this bailout? Uh, it's unclear to me. I look forward to finding out more in the near future, hopefully. But at the moment. At the moment, I'm failing to see any real positive effect from this decision. In my last podcast, I mentioned Bethlehem. Uh, Sadly, slightly almost prophetic words. We've had yet more carnage in Gaza over Christmas, and it's still going on now with no sign of anything being resolved. Uh, Unfortunately, when you get two, two sides of an argument that are so unwilling to compromise and to back down or to be seen to back down in any way, then you have chaos and you have deadlock and you have ongoing war, essentially. So what's concerned me somewhat that the West, led as usual by the US, uh, always seems to have offered unwavering and unquestioning support for Israel uh, in this ongoing argument. And I think it's very, very dangerous to to have such strong alliances with any country or any group if you're not willing to at any point question your view question their actions and have a look at the bigger picture because unquestionably over recent weeks israel has done a lot more damage than hamas or the palestinians have done uh, and yet apparently the west continues to almost turn a blind eye. Something that appears to have gone under the radar a little bit at the start of the year, um, that may well hit the headlines next month when the consultation is published, is uh, apparent plans, or at least a suggestion to the government that they they do plan to read all emails, monitor internet use, telephone calls of just about everybody, keep this all in a database. Uh, now, that's just not on, is it? I don't think we're going to achieve anything, government are going to achieve anything by this. 
Jackie Smith seems to be suggesting that this is the sort of thing we need to do to deal with serious crime and terrorism uh, and to stamp it out, which we all want to see, but is that really going to help? I, d- I think not. I think it's it's just too far, uh, a step too far. I think people's liberties are being eroded. If I was going to commit uh, a major terrorist act, I wouldn't be emailing people about it. I would be very, very careful about when and where it was discussed. Uh, so I don't think we're going to pick up too much important information by reading everybody's emails. Uh, and if they do announce plans to bring this in, then I, for one, will be fighting very strongly against it. I think it's a ridiculous suggestion. I fear this is a subject on which I would agree largely with the Daily Mail, which does concern me. Uh, makes me feel a little bit dirty, to be honest that I would be agreeing with them. The Mail might have a different agenda, but I've seen things that suggest that they, or certainly their columnists, aren't happy about this proposal. Um, so I'm agreeing with them. Uh, uh, it hurts to say that, to be honest. Barack Obama has finally been sworn in as President of the US. And equally importantly, we've finally got rid of Bush. Let's hope he doesn't... Uh, try and involve himself in running the world again anytime soon. Obama's made a few early decisions that I, for one, am pretty happy with. Uh, he's announced that Guantanamo Bay is going to be closed, uh, not before time. I think we need to be careful about getting too excited. We need to make sure that it's not simply a case that Guantanamo will close and everything that goes on there will move elsewhere out of the spotlight. Uh, we need to be sure that people in Guantanamo are either getting a trial or they're being released. Um, they cannot continue to be held after this length of time without some form of justice, and hopefully Obama recognises that and will do the right thing. Another decision of Obama's that caught my eye uh, was his lifting restrictions on US government funding for groups that provide abortion services or counselling abroad. This was a policy brought in by George W. Bush, um, one which I hadn't heard of until Obama reversed it, but I find it very, very uh, disconcerting to think that... uh, you know, any apparent civilised country could have such a ban in the first place. Uh, I think that the Christian right in America, who held quite a lot of influence over Bush, are going to find that they're not going to be able to influence Obama quite so much. And hopefully he will continue to uh, redress uh, laws like this that are effectively religious laws. One final thought, uh, the inauguration itself... When Obama was sworn in, he had to retake his his oath a day or two later because he mixed up his words, slip of the tongue. It says something about the world we live in that he had to then redo it absolutely to the letter uh, because I'm sure it wouldn't have been far down the line before somebody challenged his authority on the basis that he was never officially sworn in as president. It's the world we live in, folks. All in all, I think it's been a good, positive start from Barack Obama. Long may it continue. Okay, so that's the end of another podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. It's not much, but I'm starting to get into this. Apologies if I've sounded a little bit bunged up. That's because I am. Episode 3 will hopefully be not too far away.
so long it's been good. That wasn't half bad there.